You're listening to Idgitcast for Season 8, Episode 7, A Little Slice of Kevin. Castiel suddenly appears back on Earth with no memory of how he escaped from purgatory. Mrs. Tran enlists a witch to concoct a demon bomb. I am one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife, Darcy. Hello. And we're also joined by our expert down in Texas, Annie. Hey. And our other newbie over in New Orleans, Yvette. Hey, y'all. Bianca was not able to join us tonight at the last minute. She had something come up, but I'm sure she'll be back with us, and uh, she gave us some notes that we could possibly uh, dip into later on, if we want to, including her uh, who wins and her rating. Perfect. Uh, but meanwhile, we could get into this episode, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Let's hit it. All right. Uh, and Yvette, you wrote this uh, summary, correct? I sure as hell did. All right. Here we Lovely. Go. So, <laughs> the cold open. Lady Demon takes a little boy to the bathroom. There's a tornado, and the kid vanishes. Poof. Poof. And it's. At I daycare. totally thought it was her son, and it was going to be like a demon child, but no, oh, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Not Oz. Not Oz. <laughs> that was my Wait, first what? thought. The tornado. Oh, Where do you I go got you. when a tornado oh, comes to get you? <laughs> no, I thought they were like working together, like demon mom and demon son to make a tornado. And I was like, okay, we're going to have demon kids. This is something. For the demons to make a tornado, do they have to run around really fast? Oh, I would assume. Or like twirl around. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess the tornado, uh, you know, in, in this context, the tornado is a side effect. Because they're prying potential profits off of the earth okay. and into a new place, you know. Normally, they, they, normally when they make someone disappear, like uh, like uh, the witch, he just, Crowley just snapped his fingers and she went away. Yeah, but meteorologically, how does that happen? How did? Well, I don't know. The guy in Rome, they they got to, took the guy in Rome, and there was a hailstorm over the he- overhead. Well, that makes no sense. It really doesn't. A tornado, I guess I can see, because you might be, like, swooshed up into it. But a hailstorm. Yeah, I don't know. There's apparently a different freak natural occurrence for every uh, every abduction. Because yeah, apparently there's a little a little bit more protection over the, over the potential profits compared to the profits. You know, you go mess with an actual profit. Actually, what's up with that? They went to mess with, uh, with uh, Chuck, and there was archangels protecting him, and there were giant... giant uh, Flashes of light and explosions and whatnot, but no one's protecting Kevin at all. They're on. Yeah, really. They're on makes holiday. you wonder. All the archangels are on. Uh, yeah, they're they're all busy. That's right. They do say somewhere in there uh, that Crowley says that uh, everything's so mixed up up in heaven right now that nobody knows where everybody anybody is. And did Mrs. Tran turn down? Like, I can't remember correctly. Like, if this is right or not, but like. Didn't Wiener Hut Angel like offer to watch after Kevin for Mrs. Tran, and she's like, "No thanks." Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he did. So maybe they, she shouldn't have said that. 
Yeah. Maybe we should have just let an angel watch over. I don't Other know. than that wouldn't have worked out as we find out here in another scene or two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wiener Hut Angel is back. <laughs> Alfie is Alfie is back. <laughs> and uh, Samandriel, right? Something. Yes. yes. I, don't, I don't know the names very well. well that's okay. That that one I, I got him mixed up with a with a uh, with an elven queen last time. Yeah. So I uh, could go for <laughs> Chicago dog right now. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Do you want a Chicago dog? Uh, yeah, I can take a Chicago dog. That'd be awesome. Yeah, sure. All right, Act One. Dean sees Cass walking in PJs along the highway, or does he? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so, did he really see? Was that really Cass, or was that like an imagining thing? It's kind of implied that Cass has been trying to manifest and doesn't have his full power back until he meets him in the bathroom. Okay, that makes sense. I was a little confused about that because he pops up a few times and he's gone. And I'm like, wait, are we imagining this? Is it real? And then he's there for real. And I was like, wait, what is going on? Yeah, I think we're, we're meant to think that he's imagining it all along until he pops up for real. But it sounds like what he implies later on when he's talking to them is that he's been trying to manifest for a while. Okay, all right, got it. Which is the sort of the Dean making, you know, the, whew, I'm not seeing things. Yeah. What a relief. You ever see things? Have you ever seen something that wasn't there? Oh my god, all the time. Like where I'm like I'll see like a black shadowy figure like walking out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, "Ooh," but it's really just like my coat or something, you know, like hanging yeah. on a hanger. When I was a kid and I had to take like some really nasty medicines for for asthma and bronchitis and stuff. I had a, I had a hooded bathrobe that I like laid over my um, my toy box, and one night I hallucinated that it like rose and like did this little crazy dance. It was horrible. Yeah, that one was a screamer. Mm. Oh yeah, that sounds terrifying. So it was terrifying. Yeah. So yeah, yay yay drugs. They give you brain damage. They don't give that to kids anymore. <laughs> they don't give that one. Oh to no. Kids. <laughs> Given that to kids. Hey, this is giving side effects that we don't want to have. I know. I'm always going to think, you know, how messed up is my my little brain? Who knows? It's hard to say. I love you for it. Thank you. Or not. Well, Whatever. yeah. If it's not messed up, I still love you. All right, sweet. <laughs> Dean and Sam discuss the vanishing kid who's apparently part of a trend. And Crowley is torturing Weenie Hut Angel. Oh, Weenie Hut boy. Alfie slash Samandriel. I know. You know, he 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 did he screams well. Really. Yeah, yeah believably yeah, tortured. Yeah, that that yeah. was believable. So his point in torturing Weenie Hut Angel is to find out where Kevin is, right? Mm, I think that's part of it, but I think that it's also to figure out what angels are doing what, right? Uh, no, I think he was torturing him to find the names of all the potential prophets. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when he finally ran out to the end, he said, okay, that's it. The next generation isn't born yet. All these ones that you have are the ones that are the current generation that, that could yeah. be called as a prophet. This um, episode did so much where it's like every, like if, like, okay, so at, when I was writing this as a summary, like every sentence is a different group of people. So it got really confusing for me. Like it would be like Dean and Sam are doing one thing and next scene Cass is doing something. And then the next scene Crowley, you know, it's just like they didn't focus on any set long enough for it to make like real sense to me. Like it kept shifting back and forth. Um, 
I don't know, it was like really chaotic. It was. There was a there was a lot going on for sure. There was so much going on. I was having like a lot of trouble like keeping up with exactly what was happening like in the background, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Meanwhile, speaking of which, meanwhile, <laughs> Kevin and his mom are visiting a laundromat, and Mrs. Tran has hired a witch, Delta Mendota, to make demon bombs. So, Delta Mendota, is that supposed to be her real name, or, like, do I guess we don't really know, right? Yeah, I guess we never find out. Because that's, like, a geographical place. Like, it's a, um, a canal in California. Oh. oh, wow. Yeah. And when as, as soon as she, they said that, I was like, wait a minute. No, that's like <laughs> near where my sister lives. <laughs> like, that's not a person's huh. name. And then Mendota. Yeah, there's a lot of Mendota in Minnesota because yeah. I believe that that Mendota is, is it from French or is it from Sioux? I think it's from Sioux. I'm now trying to quickly. Oh, I'm not, I'm not where I need to be. Darn it. Where do you oh. need to be? Well, I was I was hoping that I had my Google Fu ready to go, but I didn't. Oh, you had to find Just it. Just not. Yeah. Still not there. Hmm. I can cut some of this out if you like. I'm doing my best here. Yeah, just curious where Mendota, whether that's a Sioux or a French. It could be either way in Minnesota, really. Just want- um, I like the actress, whoever she is. Yeah. I didn't look her up. Okay, wait, I'm looking up her up, up, her up now. Um, Siriana Fialio. Fialio. I don't know how to say her name at all. Wow. Okay, Both are hard. It's, um, it's a Dakota language meaning mouth or junction of one river to another. So Delta Mendota is kind of like two different uh, two different river <laughs> river features in one name. <laughs> <I suppose. laughs> yeah. I think it's man-made, so I think that would make sense Like if you were to name it like two rando things. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I didn't know if that was supposed to be like a tip off, like from the beginning, that she's not a real person because she's using the name of like this geographical feature, you know. But I guess that could feasibly be a person's name. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Mm. Could be someone. Uh, someone was like, uh, you know, driving to work at the writers' room at Supernatural in LA. <laughs> Yeah, it's in Central California, so that's definitely believable. They're like, perfect. We'll just name her after this thing. Um, let's see. This actress, Siriana Fialo, apparently was on a lot of things. She's a working actress. She's been in a lot. I'm trying to see if there's anything I would have seen her in. She looks really familiar. Yeah, she does. She's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. She's very pretty. Um, no, I don't know if I've ever seen any of these things. Like, there's a couple of things that she's been in, like an episode of Criminal Minds, an episode of Girl Meets World, an episode of Community. But it's probably yeah. just one of those people you feel like you see all the time. So. Yeah, she does enough character yeah. actor work. Maybe you've seen her many times, and it's just not any one thing you can name her for. Well, she was good. I liked her. Yeah. All right. And meanwhile, Dean and Sam go to interview you folks, and Teen sees Cass again. Purgatory flashback. Yay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to get the little cheer there. We learned that Dean should have crossed when... Or that we learned that Cass should have crossed when Dean and Southern Vamp did. I liked him getting in the arm. I liked being able to see that was how that went down. That, that helped me. 
that helped you understand how he dripped him out of his arm later on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had an idea, but I wasn't sure. I, I needed to know the specifics of it. The little incantation in the, the cut bro Blood Brother style. Yeah. So they are Blood Brothers. They sure are. Oh, yeah. He, he lived inside of his arm. That sounds like some great <laughs> show is weird myth or something. That's a great <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a like a yeah some kind of myth. Yeah, like from you know a rib or who knows. Hmm. Act two, Crowley shows up, shows a room full of people a shard of pottery or parchment and incinerates a workaholic. All right, I guess now, like, in retrospect, that's a tablet, right? Yeah, it, is the, it is the demon tablet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. I was confused at first. I was like, is he just showing them, like, a piece of a plate? I also watched this on my Ooh, phone on my trivet. lunch break. It's so. a nice trivet. I need one just yeah, like, like Yeah, and then the lady starts reading that, like, Declaration of Independence or whatever, and I was like, what the hell's going on? But I figured it out. Okay. Delta meets up with Kevin and Mrs. Tran. Cass is back. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Hi, Cass. This crap okay, is all so over the place. This is uh, episode. This is episode seven. I I was going like I think I said eighteen or nineteen something like that. I can't remember what I, I said. It was the, I was early. I think if that's so. Paul, you said nineteen. Okay. Darcy, you said five. I said ten. Okay. All right. So Darcy, I think you win because yeah, you got close. the closest close. without going yeah. over. Ooh, it's like the Price is Right. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so Cass is just back, and he, and he is able to... And he's dirty. He's dirty, but then he's not dirty. Well, you know, everybody needs to take a bath. It's a good a thing Apparently, an angel bath is very thorough. Apparently. Like, your your whole suit gets cleaned when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen for me. I have to wash that on my stuff separately. And another purgatory flashback. <coughs> Dean's arm sucks up the vampire, and two scary people arrive to fight with Dean and Cass. There's a two two Leviathan. So it did it did go back and forth from that. Yep. From purgatory. Oh, yeah. okay. I in my my little addled mind, I had already I had already glued all that back together. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, so this. For me, it was really, like I had said before, it was really hard to keep track of what was going on because it kept going back and forth and back and forth. And I just, like, wanted to, like, stitch out, like, the different parts. Like, here's everything that happened with Cass. Here's everything that happened in Purgatory. But I was like, no, let's, we'll keep it chronological, even though I think it is a weird way to tell a story. Yeah, we could really Which do Which is this. a spoiler alert for my low point. We could really do this one like a, like an episode of Investigating Mars. Oh, yeah, a where plot, we, like, plot, just pull plot. it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. This would it's work so that bizarre. way. bizarre. Yeah. Dean and Sam discuss the flashbacks, kinda. Mrs. Tran and Delta settle on a price, and Delta portrays them to Crowley. Yay. That was not <laughs> That made me angry. That made you angry? Yeah, cause, well, you know, I had, I had better, better hopes for her. I was kind of yeah. hoping she would... Stick around a little bit? Yeah, I did. And then Crowley just like finger snapped her to yeah, be dead away. or somewhere. Yeah, where'd he poof her to? I have a feeling. I have a feel. I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling that we never see her again and we never know anything. Mm. <laughs> I actually think we might see her again, but I don't know. Okay. Let me close out her IMDb so I'm not spoiled on that. That's okay. Good. She could pop back up. She could. 
Crowley monologues and Mrs. Tran super soaks a demon. I like that scene a lot. That's pretty cool. You got to give it up for Mrs. Tran. She's uh, she's awesome. She's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Hiring, you know, a witch off Craigslist is maybe not the smartest move, but it's a (laughs) hell of a lot more proactive than running and hiding. Mm-hmm. Probably could have hired. Her She's designing off. demon bombs. Probably could, could probably could have hired her sister off Craigslist too. Well, until until recently. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, hey, are, haven't they changed um, Craigslist? That's what I recently? mean. Recently, yeah. That they that you can't have the. What did they get rid of the the intimate encounters or like whatever? like the personal Casual section basically? But I think yeah. there was a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, Wink, wink, give me some money, and then we'll get meet, get together kind of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Code, coded, coded entries that are like, hey, we're getting together, but you're also going to be giving me a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. Donation of 500 roses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's expensive. I know. Jeez. Mm. Yeah, more power to those ladies. Make that money. And gentlemen, you know, anybody that does that work. Good for you. Okay. Certainly making more than me. Yeah, I was. I, I read a, an article today about like jobs you can have if you um, don't go to high school. And actually, stripper was in there, and it, it like had it was it was they they made a fairly hefty salary. They listed pr- listed pros and cons on that one. No, just no, you know, it was just like what your what your basic salary would be and what kind of training you would need and yeah. Huh. No, it was alongside like plumber and electrician, and and plumbers also show off a fair amount of skin. They so. sure do, they sure do. <laughs> but I do, they don't get paid as well. Oh really? Yeah. Plumbers get paid pretty they well, do, but probably do, not, but as but well. not as well. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, Cass is being a weird bummer back at the hotel with the boys. Maybe it's being weird. Mopey Cass. Yeah, Mopster. Uh, Crowley brings Kevin back to the room of people who are apparently all potential prophets. Is this where she, where where Crowley blows up the the woman? Um, that was before. That was in the. No, wait. No, yeah, he blew up the man first, and then he blows up the. That's right. He yeah, blows up the woman after out. Kevin comes back. Yeah. Right. The boys are chilling in the car with Cass, and we drift into a purgatory flashback. Yay. So many. I know. <laughs> I, have, I have a feeling there's don't have a whole lot left to tell about purgatory after this episode, though, so maybe we're, maybe we're uh, relieved of them, and we don't have to write a little purgatory We're not going to be in purgatory theme. anymore? They're going to let us out? <laughs> no more purgatory, purgatory. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> Cass and Dean fight off the two dudes and crawl up to Stargate. Dean makes it through, but Cass doesn't. And Dean and Cass talk about it back in the present day. Mrs. Tran shows up with the super-soaked demon. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I liked how she had him all, you know. Yeah. Yeah, she subdued him with the super-soaker and stuffed him in the trunk. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. Um, you know, the, the presence of, uh, God has been sort of conspicuously absent uh, throughout the show, uh, but Unless you might, <laughs> yeah, you, you might 
see a couple of subtle things here and there if you're choosing to look for things and interpret them in a certain way. Um, and, you know, it's just entirely up to personal interpretation. But when they were trying to find the, the portal out of purgatory and they couldn't find it, like there was a moment where like a leaf sort of lifted straight up off the ground and they all looked at it and then it floated towards the portal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, did anybody sort of maybe half interpret that as some sort of sign from someone who wanted to help? Mm, no, I, I don't thought, know if I, I thought that it was like the portal was just like lifting the leaf up. in a weird way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I mean, it never really occurred to me before tonight, but, you know, I thought I maybe people with new eyes. <laughs> I, I'm clearly not that uh, astute. Hmm. Well, I've watched it way too many times. So. <laughs> Crowley cuts off a little slice of Kevin. That's the title, uh, That's the title of the episode. Yeah. Crowley Poor cuts Kevin. off one of Kevin's fingers, and Kevin agrees to play along. Dean and Sam show up and do stuff in the background while Kevin translates the tablets. And this is the, so this this uh, yeah this is where uh, he they discover that there's probably other tablets. Mm-hmm. Aside from the Leviathan and Demon ones. Ooh, more tablets. More tablets. So I I gotta feel I gotta feel there's gotta be like a. An angels one and probably something on humans and who knows what else but Ten Commandments. Do we get to keep do we get to keep seeing tablets? I don't know. The fifteen commandments. Obviously if they're gonna put in that they're implying that there's more tablets, there's gonna be at least one more tablet that we find it during the during the series. Oh yeah, clearly. <laughs> My tongue is sore. <laughs> Castiel shows up in the room, exchanges words with Crowley. They fight, kinda. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, just uh, Castiel decided to to look super badass, <laughs> and uh, it was scary. His his power is mostly directed into apparently not 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 intentionally, but splitting the tablet in two. Well, you know. Uh, Cass gets Kevin back. Dean and Cass have a lover's quarrel, and there's another gosh-darn-purgatory flashback. Yay. <laughs> Jeez, Cass actually pulled away from Dean because he belonged in purgatory? Okay. Okay, you buy that? That Yeah, I think he felt like he had penance to do. He thought he did a bunch of crap, and he decided that he deserved to be in there. I'm a really bad person, because I've never really felt like I needed to do penance, you know? Mm. I just... I'm not perfect. I do bad things. I'm kind of, you know, I can be sorry for it, but I so feel no, like I need to wear a hair shirt. No hair shirt for you? <laughs> or anything like that, you know. Walk on my You hands. don't just, like, send your friend on to the normal world while you stay there suffering in no, some weird nether region. I would not do that. I just, I go on. But, yeah, me too. You know, and then if I did need to wear a hair shirt after that, maybe that's what I would, I don't know. A little self-flagellation. A little bit of that, sure. Having a flashback. A lady in a 90s skyscraper office chats with Cass about the past season. And, <laughs> and she tells Cass he has to help the boys because he's a main character on the show, duh. I yeah, now that was the thing. We both like looked at each other and we're like, 
what happened? Did, did, did the disc skip or what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed the device. Yeah, it worked out. Cool. We both were a little perplexed for a minute. And I kind of like that uh, this Naomi is able to pretty much just control Cass to do whatever she wants him to do. Yeah. And he can't even know that he's doing it. Poof him in, poof him out. Like he, like he did the whole, uh, he, I'm telling you exactly what, I, what you want to know. Why am I saying this? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I didn't want to say anything until we got to that point in the episode, but maybe um, earlier when, uh, when Cass was sort of appearing and miraging around, like maybe that was uh, Naomi controlling how much he was able to manifest at the time. It could be. Oh, that's interesting. But she implies that uh, that it took uh, it took many many angels incursion into an incursion of many angels into purgatory to get him out, and that many lives were lost. Yeah, which is a, a lovely parallel to Dean's rescue from hell. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I assume she's from a faction that was not active last season, apparently. I mean, because obviously Cass was kind of... Or was it last season? I don't know. Whenever, whenever Cass... Two seasons ago, I guess? Things, yeah. Yeah, Cass was running things two seasons ago. Well, this I guess it's kind of like his first meeting, you know? Like, you gotta show up for that weekly meeting, and hmm. it's his first one. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the summary. Uh, I was going to look at Bianca's notes a little bit. Uh, she says that Delta looks like a Tumblr witch. Instead of a Craigslist list, apparent, witch, apparently. <laughs> she does look like a Tumblr, a Tumblr witch. An Instagram witch. Uh, oh, she liked the phone, exorc- the phone uh, reading of exorcism. I like that too, yeah. Uh, my God, Sam looks good in those pajamas. He looks hot when he's being normal. He was in pajamas? Uh, I wasn't looking at Neither currently. Neither was I. Oh, boy, I'm not paying attention. Uh, Luigi Ponzi. That's the name of the, the yeah. Roman bus driver or subway operator or whatever it was. He has a scheme. Really? has a Nintendo scheme. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Triforce. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a pyramid, it's a Triforce scheme. Right, a Triforce scheme. Yeah. That's good. That's very good. I'm sure some people are laughing even harder than me right now. I'm not laughing. Uh, CGI Leaf. The porter looks like an angel fire site thing. Angel fire? What's that? Angel fire is a website, uh, like uh, kind of like uh, when you built your own website back in the late '90s and you did it, hosted it on a. I think that's what she's referring to. I thought to. it looked like the Teletubbies baby. Okay. Cass is a true Winchester because he stupidly kept a simple secret. The simple secret of, I had no, I really wanted you to go and I wanted to stay, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, we should decide who wins, who loses. Um, I'm going to say that for sure Dean wins because he gets his friend back. Yeah. 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 I was pretty much thinking along those lines. Sure, I can I'll agree. agree. Or Cass for you know, escaping and, uh, purgatory. And Bianca says, "I guess Dean wins because he is reunited with Cass." There you go. Yeah. All there right. you go. Cool. <laughs> All on says, the same I page. Know, I don't know. He's also being a little dramatic, but okay. We'll go with Dean. 
That's just Dean. Oh, what the heck do we do next normally? Quotes. What? That's not what I want. <laughs> I want to click this other thing. This other thing. Yeah, that one. Hey, we do quotes next. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, listen to your wife next time, dude. <laughs> Jeez. <Yeah. laughs> it's all right. I'm used to it. 20, how many years? Uh, yep. Yep. 20 how many? 20 how many? Some amount. What, history of a relationship? That's longer than... It was like late 91, early 92, so... Was it? Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a long time ago. You were just a baby. Yeah. You too. Eh. I, 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 I was always grown up, I felt like. Mm. Although I totally didn't know what I was doing. Okay. Anybody got any fire quotes? I, I've got nothing. I do, I do. Uh, are we on a spaceship? <laughs> I liked that. That was good. <laughs> Is that it? Is that all we have? Wow. I don't know. Okay. Uh, do you think you could pull some, you want to pull some more quotes out? Uh, uh, Mom, you got to stop drowning me in holy water every time I go out. <laughs> Just want to be on because Blah, blah, blah. Stuff. Does any, doesn't anyone ever edit this stuff? So far as a writer, God's a snooze. No fun at parties, I hear. Crowley always gets the best one-liners. And Dean. Well, I've got to say, I got a feedback uh, post up, like, super early, like Saturday, before the Wednesday recording, which oftentimes I, I get one up sometime in the morning on Tuesday and say, oh, oh by the way, we're doing a recording. But uh, we didn't get any feedback. Well, whatever. We can slide right on into our ratings. Paul, Darcy, do you want to, one of you want to go first? I'm thinking real quick here. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, I can go first. Um, so I, as I mentioned, I found this episode chaotic and confusing. Um, it flat like it just kept going back and forth and back and forth and it was really hard for me to keep track of what was going on and while it was good to see Cass back it just I was overwhelmed like it just too much was happening and I felt like it was just kind of odd but nonetheless it was good to have him back so I'm going to give this a five out of ten weird narrative choices (laughs) (laughs) there you go I don't know. I well, I wasn't bored, and I don't know if it was because of the, um, I don't know the structure that was. It was kind of chaotic, but I guess my brain does okay with that because I really didn't. I couldn't separate it out after the fact. So I don't know. Um. So you know, I, I was glad to see Kaz Kaz is back. I was. Uh, it's always fun to watch. Um. Uh, mom. Mom. Yeah. I like her. Uh, so I'm going to give it a, uh, a 6 out of 10 uh, Super Soakers. Ah, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I liked chunks of it. There were, there were a lot of little chunks that I enjoyed that were in there, mixed in with all the rest of it. And uh, the, the chunks that I enjoyed, I enjoyed quite a bit, and I was kind of, I'm fairly glad to get what I believe is probably 
90% of our purgatory knowledge that we need uh, out of the way. Potentially all of it, as far as I can tell. And uh, So for all of that, I think I would have to give it a 6 out of 10 uh, pinky fingers. Very good. Of course, you only get Annie. two pinky fingers, really. Um, I actually, I've <laughs> seen this one a, several times, like, you know, like I do. And uh, I was running really short on time tonight, so <laughs> I uh, put it off until the last minute and then fast-forwarded through uh, a lot of the, like, potential Slayer stuff. Um, potential Prophet <laughs> stuff, sorry. <laughs> I was like, That's what? Easy... I got where you were going That's with an easy that. one, yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, I knew what was going on. But the parts that, you know, I wanted to watch are the parts that I really like. Um, I like seeing sort of the the conclusion um to you know what actually went down in purgatory um i love getting cast back obviously um and uh i like mrs tran she is a a plucky plucky lady <laughs> um so i'm gonna rate it higher than anybody else and i'm gonna use a sort of ridiculous cheesy obligatory rating system please forgive me i'm gonna give it eight out of ten Leaps on the wind. All right. Well, if anyone was, um, was going to give that rating, I think it would be you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Paul, did we get a rating from Bianca? Yes, we do have a rating from Bianca, and she says... A nice setup episode for things to come. Eight angel blades out of ten. There you go. Cool. All right, so that gives us a 6.6. Sadly, not a 6.66, but, you know. <laughs> That's pretty close. I think we did well. Good for us. Oh, yeah. Mm, wait, maybe I can change my rating system slightly to get us there. <laughs> hold, up, hold up. Wait. Wait, 5.3. Yes! Okay, I officially changed my rating to a 5.3, giving us a 6.66 on this. Excellent. All right. Well done. <laughs> Saved. <A> quick math, <laughs> and there we are. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, Annie, what is our homework for next week? I looked that up earlier. Um, our homework for next week is uh, we have a commentary episode, um, and we're, we'll be recording commentary for Hunter, Her- Hunter Heroicy. Uh, season uh, eight, episode eight, Hunter Heroicy. Okay, cool. All right. Oh well, it will be new Pinterest. You guys make that one better than the last new Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had plenty to say about the last one. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The found footage. Yeah. I didn't hate it. All right. Well, I guess uh, until then, I guess we can uh, safely say uh, happy hunting. Bye. Happy hunting. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Idgitcast from QuadrupleZ.com. Join the discussion at Facebook.com slash We would love to hear from you. You can email us or send in an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to help protect our newbies from spoilers. Our email address is Idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The opening theme for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. You can find the band at BorrowedTrouble.com. The lyrics and vocals are by Idgitcast founder Allie Jones, who you can learn all about by visiting I'mTheWonderBand.com. 
The closing music you are listening to, even as I speak, is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan, and is used by his generous permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as archives of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You may wish to know more about the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, a completed introcast about the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. And now, Yvette will tell you all about select movies from the Lifetime Network. Find out before you watch what movies have all the best people, who are the worst, who is killing who, and most of all, what, if anything, makes sense. Yvette presents this trove of information at moviesofalifetime.com. Annie works as Global Coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host your own event, visit can'tstoptheserenity.com. Bianca doesn't currently have projects available for you to find online, but all of us at Idgicast encourage you to have a visit to your local public library. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, a completed introcast for the television series Slings and Arrows. Slings and Arrows is on the Encore Plus YouTube channel, and you can hear our thoughts on the series on the Ghostlight Podcast at quadruplez.com. Oh, 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 oh,